0: Welcome to the Drunk Who podcast. I'm John. I'm Steve. Steve, this is a podcast where what normally goes down in these here hallowed halls of ours?
1: We, uh, we, this is the podcast where we usually, uh, drink, we watch Dr. Who, we drink, and we talk about Dr. Who all while drinking.
0: But not today, because today we're going to do what, Steve? Introduce our guest. Who is? Dun, 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 dun. <gasps> Wait, Heidi, reintroduce yourself. You haven't been on our podcast in years.
2: I know. Hello, I'm Heidi.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> no nonsense, Heidi. No nonsense, Heidi. That's her name.
1: So yeah, and now <laughs>
2: everyone's
0: getting a, everyone's getting a theme song today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh,
1: and today instead of watching a normal ex- episode of Doctor Who, we are going to be watch uh, be watching an uh, adventure in space and time. Is that it?
3: Dun dun wow. dun. dun.
0: Is it time uh, and space, or space and time? No, space and time. Because I, okay. keep, you know what? Well, for some reason, an adventure in time and space seems more like a logical progression in words and spread of space and time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
2: No, I hear you. Yeah, it does.
0: So, I actually, wrote down what it really is. It's an adventure in time. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's an adventure in space and time. Yes. Oh Jesus God. And, um, yeah, and today we're we're recording in our separate houses. Heidi actually rented out a little cabin in the <laughs> in the north woods of Wisconsin, so she had uh, space away from Steve, so his booming and voice time. and right <laughs> <laughs> well played <laughs> if you had uh, make if you had made it um rural Michigan,
1: it might have been better for my toast.
0: um, but yeah, so yeah, today we're going to discuss the uh the 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 movie that was uh, about the creation of the show Doctor Who in the 1960s. Um, It it, uh, was shown around the time of the 50th anniversary episode, which was in 2013. Um, And uh, because it's not canonical Doctor Who, you know what? I'm not going to ask you, Heidi. I'm not going to ask you, hey, what's this about? Because we already talked about ad nauseum, what it's about, blah, blah, blah. But Heidi... Okay, since you've only watched uh, two episodes of Doctor Who, you probably don't remember them that well.
2: Nope, I was drunk.
0: Yeah, at a girl. Um, So, um, knowing this is not an episode of Doctor Who, per se, but about creation, what do you think you're going to learn at the end of this episode? What are two things you're going to learn that you don't know now?
2: I am going to learn.
0: And one of those things cannot be that the real adventure
1: were the friends we made along the way.
2: Oh, darn, that was going to be my first...
1: Okay. The real adventure was love. Yeah. <laughs> so, th- so, other than those two things, what do you yes. think you're going to learn?
2: I'm going to learn how to knit a scarf and how to bake sourdough bread.
1: Okay. Wonderful. That's great. <laughs> you know, so right. those are yeah. both two uh, pandemic or
0: quarantine friendly activities.
2: Yes. Precisely. That's what we're doing today, right?
0: Yes. We're knitting a scarf and we're making sourdough bread. Well, yeah. we're going or to apparently at least get we're, one of those things
1: done. Yeah, apparently, we're, we're watching a documentary about those things.
0: <laughs> we are. We are. So, But today, because uh, uh, we're going to be doing that, but because this is still Drunk to Who, yes. we're bringing in our canonical Drunk to Who toast of the episode, which involves booze and, I don't know, maybe a toast. Oh. So, Steve... And Heidi, I'm not sure uh, who's doing the honor of presenting a toast for this episode. I am. Okay. I thought you we were, oh, God, I was scared. I thought Heidi was pointing at me. <laughs> she was pointing at the camera. We're all doing three separate Zooms, probably because yeah. it's, uh, ah, oh, no, no. If this is in 3D, you almost <laughs> poked me in the eye. Uh, we're doing three separate Zooms. It's probably easier for uh, 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 like editing and stuff, it's right? It's easier for Steve to edit that way. Makes a lot of sense. All right, Steve, I'm going to shut up now.
1: Okay. Shop smart, shop s mart. Oh God! And <laughs> my Jack Daniels. John had tequila. Heidi had Screwball peanut butter flavored whiskey.
3: Oh,
0: you still made the face, Heidi? I mean, if if, if say I did that, I'd be like, "Mmm, yum."
2: It's Bernie.
0: <laughs> no, no, no! It's Biden.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that's yeah. okay. So, oh yeah. Everybody knows um, Shop Smart, Shop Smart, right? Yeah. That's a commercial, right? It's Army of In Darkness. The
2: Army of Darkness world. Oh, you know what? I'm just like
0: you know. I think for whatever reason, it's just I thought S Smart actually was a real store. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I that's... think it actually is, though. But it's like isn't it like a Korean market or something?
0: I have oh. no idea. Oh, that's H Mart.
2: Is that H Mart?
1: Okay. that's h-mart so yeah that's why i said um michigan because the evil dead movies mm-hmm. take place in michigan and that's Ooh. from our army of darkness
2: oh
0: nice oh yeah callback so we're about to watch um a made for tv movie yes uh called an adventure in time and space it space is in time yeah space jesus christ God, you, lo- you re- looked at it. it you looked I, at the paper I freaking read it <laughs> Oh, my
1: God. By the way, um, this is uh, an adventure in space and time is available on Hoopla. So if you have a public library card, it's a streaming service that you have free access to as long as you uh, if your public library is affiliated with it. And the Chicago Public Library is. So that's how we'll be watching it.
0: Nice going, hippie.
1: I'm just encouraging people to use their local public libraries.
0: Fine. The more you know. Or steal it from the Internet. Oh, not that I condone that. And how are you guys watching it? On Hoopla, I just said. Oh, okay. No, I thought it might have been... Well, because I know you got HBO Max. To yes, watch but, Doctor
1: but yeah. Well, we got it for several reasons, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's not on there because it's not part of the actual show.
0: Anyway, Heidi, bring us to the... Um, um, our little break that we were going to talk about. Uh, an adventure in... Let me pull my notes. <laughs> an adventure in space and time whoa john think hey! of it think of it
1: alphabetically s before t
0: except after me no no that's not how the alphabet works <laughs> no 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 because if it's me then it's just kind of like you know time comes before space with me john i don't you know i'm like i'm not like a large man so it's like you know do i want to like talk about my space no i'm gonna talk about time you're, you're because if i'm a large man i'll probably die before i'm like 90 that makes right. sense though
1: there there are special rules for you
0: I before E, except after me. Anyway, Heidi, I'm gonna (laughs) give you the last chance. The last word. Because, like, you know, I think Steve, like, you know, took, stole your thunder. What?
2: I don't even know if there was a question asked. No, there wasn't. Steve, stop talking. Give Heidi the last word. What word?
0: Welcome to the Drunk to Who podcast um hey, you know what heidi? I and our listeners have a burning question we need to ask you <laughs> uh, what'd you think of this uh what did you think of the t v movie What's your initial thoughts
2: it was it was cute, maybe that's okay. not the right word but i i'm I, I say cute because I really like the relationship between the producer and the
0: I'd
1: say doctor. more charming than
0: cute,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Did you have like a, uh, like an emotional feeling? I, you know, maybe myself, yeah, I was, was a little weepy at the end, but then I'm it was It was
2: emotional. And I, and I think it's because like all of us can sort of relate to getting older. I mean, obviously we're not as old as that guy, but we can all kind of relate to like, Oh, I'm suddenly too old for this thing that I used to love to do.
0: Yeah. I'm you know? not that far from that guy's age. It's we, like, well,
2: that's true too. Like when we uh, you were,
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that like, you know, like, no, oh, I'm old. But like, no, he played a man who seemed older. They even kind of, I think it might have been like a throwaway line in the TV movie itself because uh, David Bradley playing William Hartnell is actually 20 years older than William Hartnell was when he was playing the doctor.
3: um,
1: Sorry, the actor who played William Hartnell looked age appropriate to himself. But yeah. um, I honestly thought he was in his mid seven, mid to late seventies. In yeah. Yeah, and when they said he like died at the age of 75.
0: seventy five, yeah,
1: he
2: was only like, no, he died in nineteen seventy five.
0: At the age sixty seven. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sixty seven. Yeah, 67. yeah he, was... he was
2: only like fifty eight at the end of his run. Exactly. And he yeah. looked. I mean, obviously, this is an actor, but like, even looking at like the photograph the they showed the clip they showed and stuff
0: mm-hmm. he looks like 80. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I assume it was like, you know, in the 60s everybody smoked and drank too much, so they all looked like their grandfather. Right. No matter what age they were. You know. Yeah. So uh yeah, yeah. So Steve, what was your initial impression? What'd you think?
1: Um I was a little What did your at-
0: What did your little black heart think? Because you have no, we've already established over the series that you have no emotional. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm kidding. He does. What'd you think?
1: Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't cry as often as John at Doctor Who. So he thinks I'm dead inside. Um, So I, I too was, I, I mean, I did find it charming. I love Brian Cox. He had that weird little verbal. Tick of pop pop pop, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, it reminds me of that episode of Drunk History we saw where this the narrator kept going, Cool, 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 tight, tight, tight. And I was just like, Okay, that you say that a lot, yeah. Um, I
2: don't, I don't didn't think of that so much as a verbal tick as a uh, like a mantra, yeah. Like he was trying to remind himself, Pop, 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 that's what we're going for, that's what we need to keep, okay, like, you know,
1: yeah um you know high energy whatever maybe i don't know um but yeah i did um i kind of in- the producer and director um him being of indian descent her being of her being a woman who's a jewish woman like it's like it almost felt like if it, if it was fictionalized i would have felt like that felt that feels like a, like a little stacking the deck um in uh against them but it was it was fucking real so i don't know mm-hmm. um but yeah i did enjoy it i thought uh david bradley is that his name i thought he did a very good job filch. as yeah filch i think he did a very good job as uh william hartnell uh because he was a crusty old bastard at the very beginning of the movie uh not the very beginning because the very beginning it it plays that old mess that it messes with you by showing him like yeah. In 1966. It, it was
0: kind of like the the TV movie was kind of a flashback where he's just kind of yeah. like he's he's uh, experiencing his life as Doctor who at yeah. the end of his doctor who life.
1: It was it was weird because I didn't ex- I thought the sh- the movie was just going to be like the like creation of Doctor Who, but then Brian Cox comes out and says, "Hey, you, Verity, I've got a project for you. It's called Doctor Who." And I'm just like, "Oh, so this is all almost fully you know not fully formed but conceptualized uh it was more the story of William Hartnell uh and his experience as Doctor Who and how it kind of changed him because like I said before he was a crusty old man but then you see him with his granddaughter one minute and he's a bastard and the next minute he's like sweet to her um yeah it was yeah i don't know i thought yeah. i thought i thought it was well done it felt like a made for tv movie
0: okay well yeah well, except for uh, a couple
1: of the shots the, the exterior shots that the giant um the because the the building was like um a circle and in the courtyard of that building there were some great shots of that like and i liked the the gimmick of them taking pictures of what the other cast with William, never mind
0: we'll talk about that it. was all real because that was bbc center in the 60s yeah and then they like you know they built a newer you know uh, a place later but uh so they they actually went back to uh bbc i'm not even sure if they're still using it in the bbc but they filmed there and uh you know all those like those are like publicity stills like here's the latest cast and then like you just kept seeing like you know uh uh, william hartnell being more and more decrepit and like Mm -hmm. you know kind of checked out as time went on yeah (sighs) so heidi now since you know uh uh You know, again, like this is all kind of really new ish to you, also, Steve. Um, Heidi, you know, what, uh, how did the episode start? How did the episode, how did this TV movie start
2: that you recall? Uh, uh, With a police box, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which was kind of nice and appropriate, it seemed. Right. And, you know, he, you, oh, there's a car stopping and it shows the, um, like the parking sticker or the like registration, registration sticker yeah. or something with the year on it, and I it was like, I've never seen that used as like an establishing shot yeah. before, which yeah. was kind of that was kind of cool. It was kind of
0: like 1966, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and then so you see, you see basically a TARDIS, un- yeah, but. It wasn't a TARDIS. It was. It wasn't, what it, was the actually, t- it
2: wasn't the TARDIS. It was an actual police box.
0: An actual police box with a policeman walking out, going, yeah. "Hello, hello, what's all this then?"
2: Yes.
0: And, yeah, and then they showed the year-o-meter.
1: I, and I assume that's a real thing from the first TARDIS. I'm Steve.
0: with um, the eurometer.
1: Um, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the eurometer is how John counts how many euros he's eaten in a given sitting.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: Euros are so good. Oh my god. <laughs> um so yeah, they show the Eurometer. Um and uh it, they show it going back uh to nineteen sixty-three and then, you know, plucky young producer and Brian mm-hmm. Cox are hanging or no, we so see Brian Cox wandering around uh um the BBC, I think. I yeah. think
2: wasn't there a party before that? Or know, was probably. that after?
0: I think it was after, but like after. Uh, you saw, like uh, it was like uh, uh, well, William Hartnell's character. You see him walking up to the TARDIS console, and then it kind of like, you know, he's like looking off in the distance, and then it goes back from sixty yeah. six to sixty three, and then you see Brian Cox parking, and the guy's like, "Oh, yeah. oh was what, your was your bus pass?" And he's like, "I ain't run this place." He's like, no, 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 I need your a bus pass. He's like, blow me. And he goes in and you could, I think they were kind of establishing that he was newer at the company because he kind of like walks by and then walks back and then kind yeah. of like walks down where his office is, you know, kind of like, um, shit, where do I work yeah. again?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, because they said that he came from ITV.
0: Yeah. Which I assumed was
1: Ireland TV.
0: <laughs> but No, it's like one turns, of those like independent television. Turns out it was, I think he was from Canada originally originally from canada and they brought him over to uh the englands yeah. to like you know invigorate uh their television and so he came to itv which was like you know a for profit uh television station not like the bbc which is like you know owned by yeah you know uh, the the taxpayers but then he like he said in the uh, show he actually uh developed and created the avengers yeah you know with uh, patrick knee not uh thanos right no patrick minnie McNee and uh emma peel yes the... dame judy dutch no no dame emma peel well,
2: yeah. oh what, no what is her diana was, uh, rigg yes yes
0: dame diana rigg
2: okay is which is the
0: what's the name of
1: the actress
2: diana rigg
1: okay cool so the character is emma peel yes. yes okay Cause i don't know i've never Not seen it Uma
0: X- thurman
2: because that movie no, no. I
0: do not acknowledge whatsoever. I don't think Mathurman even acknowledges that movie. But yeah, then like a BBC guy comes and says, you know what, we need a, we need a slot. What can you bring? And he's like, oh, I don't know. How about well, some sort of like space traveling guy? Well,
1: he says like, science fiction is hot. We're going to do something with that. And then the it kids goes, love it! It goes very quickly to pitching uh, Doctor Who to Verity, saying like, yeah, this is going to be your thing. So you yeah. better
0: not screw it up, lady.
1: Yeah.
2: And she but, was on a show that I love called Call the Midwife. Oh,
1: awesome. Which also has Jenny Agutter in it.
2: Yes.
0: Mm. American she, Werewolf in London. Yes.
2: She, um, Jessica Rain is the actress's name.
0: Uh, you know, you're she, doing trivia from now on, girl.
2: <laughs> sorry. No, I was No, just no, thinking. don't
0: be sorry. I'm like, good on you. <laughs> You came up See, with, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know Dame Judy an appeal or whatever her name was.
2: No, Diana Rigg, you remembered her name.
0: Ah, uh, you did. I'm giving you... No, comment. you
2: did! It was literally you. <laughs> and I okay. said, yes!
0: But you came up with Jessica Rain all by your lonesome.
2: I wrote it down.
0: <gasps> did you? <laughs> yes. I she did. took nice. some notes. Nice. She took some notes. Nice. Keep going, girl.
2: Um, so you know she,
0: Jessica Rain.
2: Yeah, she was um, the first... Uh,
0: Wife in the midwife.
2: Three. She was the first in the first two or three seasons of Call the Midwife. She was basically the main character.
0: How many uh, babies did she born then?
2: A lot, a lot. But um I gotta be honest, I did not like her in that show. <gasps> and I don't know if they wrote her out or if she left the show, but she's not in it anymore. And she was the main character.
0: Why did you not like her?
2: She was very wooden. Oh. She had she had like one facial expression.
0: Did
1: you think she did better in this?
2: I did, actually. Okay. I thought she did a lot better in this. I liked her a lot in this, actually. The funny thing is that that show took place in a very, like, almost the same time period. as this, yeah, oh. time period as this movie. It took place in, like, the late 50s through, like, the mid 60s, I think. Hmm. So, yeah, it was kind of similar, like, so there was some in my mind she belongs in that time period now she's (laughs) not a modern actress actress she's from the 60s
0: can i ask okay because there was a disturbing amount of smoking yeah (laughs) oh yeah i mean i assumed everybody smoked in the 60s Yeah. now in call the midwife is she like you know got like a smoke out the side of her mouth while she's delivering a baby
2: no they don't smoke while they're delivering babies but there is a (laughs) lot of i think they're I think there's a lot of smoking in that show.
1: probably. I mean, usually, usually, baby usually by like the come
2: dads. Out. The dads are like outside smoking while like. But the baby I mean,
0: they're out. nuns, so they
1: might. Yeah, not. well, she
2: oh. wasn't a nun; she was oh, a nurse. Okay.
0: Well, I assume, like you know, like the dads—not like nowadays. The dads are just kind of like, "Oh, this isn't men' work, so you need to be outside." Oh yeah,
2: the men—the men aren't allowed to be in there most of the time.
0: Well, that makes sense because you know what do we? What would we do? I
2: don't know. Pass I don't know. out, oh, I
0: assume pass out and smoke
2: hold hands not with each other with your, with your
0: <laughs> wife <laughs> i'm gonna bring my mate in here and we're going to like you know hold hands while my wife gives birth <laughs> do you mind mm. yeah it's
1: my
2: man it's a very, it's a my very man special Patrick episode gonna, of call the midwife
0: my man yeah. patrick's
1: gonna hang out with me and hold my hand while my wife gives birth
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's like call the mid-husband i don't know <laughs> so um <laughs> anyway. So anyway. yeah they start tricking
1: along they they're putting the team together, you know they get the director um what was uh Wassier? Uh, uh, oh, uh, was, uh
0: his name is uh,
2: uh
0: Worris War, hussein
2: Worris. Waris.
1: Waris. uh warris hussein uh yeah, they're getting uh warris together to to direct it um Verity is uh she's a producer, but she's kind of timid, so it takes her a while to like. You know get up and go and actually force she's the she's
2: green
1: yeah force but the she's uh full of piss and vinegar oh they said that phrase a lot and, and warm i think it,
2: beer
1: add a little bit of warm beer to balance it i forget that's which gross. character said that yeah that's that's not a good cocktail um or a mixed drink um But, yeah, so she fights with, like, the uh, set decorator or set designer um, to get the TARDIS, and he just basically goes, here, fine, have this. And it's, like, that moment of uh, serendipity where she's, like, it's perfect, and it felt like he was doing it in a condescending way.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, but Um, fortunately, he did it in a way. Yeah, I know, because it was, like, you know, there was, like, you know, different scenes where she's, like, can I have the set? And he's, like, I've got more important things to do, like smoke. And then she finally comes back after, like, talking to uh, uh, Sidney Newman, you know, the Brian Cox, the guy who runs the BBC yeah. drama. And he's like, come on, girl. Grow some balls. Well, it's a I man's think, world.
1: I think she tell he tells her this after um, he has to help talk. Bill. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. William Hartnell. Sorry, I wanted to say Patrick. Um, Patrick Don, Troughton was number two. Troughton. William Hartnell. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, they, yeah, after he had to talk um, William Hartnell into, like, actually, like, doing this, like, it'll be okay, you, these are words that you should say, don't worry about things, but when um, when he's complaining about, he's like, I need to know where the set is, I need to know where things are, like, I can't push this button, and then, you know, over here that. to open the doors, oh, yeah. and then push another button over there to open the doors, because the kids will notice, and it's like, fuck yeah, they'll notice. Yeah,
2: they will, and it reminded me of Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Because a whole alien race built this spaceship based on what the actors were doing at their stations that did the different stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was like like yeah, later in the uh in the in the movie was kind of like there was a different producer and stuff yeah. and, and you was know, Just kind of like make the thing go and do the thing and he's like get out of my way and like make, makes it go up and down. Yeah. And he's like but yeah. make the doors open. I have to be over there. Yeah. Uh So okay. yeah, um, so
1: after this, uh Brian Cox is like, "All right, I just rescued you and buttered up your stars, so he'll actually do the role." So maybe you should, um, uh, you know, maybe you should actually take charge and be the boss. And then he she's did, like, she, oh, "He yeah. did
2: not say it that nice though."
1: He
0: said in his sixties, nice like, way.
2: He's like, yeah. "Are you? Maybe you're the wrong person for the job or something like that."
0: <gasps> yeah, right. Well, or prove to be you're not are the you, wrong oh, person or are something. You,
2: maybe you're in over your head. Or he said, right. "Like I think that's what he said."
0: So yeah. And she yeah, she was great. You know, where it's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, then she's just kind of like, she knew exactly, she knew how to like, you know, sweet talk uh uh William Hartnell and like you know, basically go to the guy and say, it's like, you know what, I'm gonna stay here and wait till you actually make my sad. He's like, fine, here, here's things I have sitting around. And she's like, oh inspiration. Yeah.
1: So then they um yeah, oh. they cast they cast Susan and two teacher, two teachers.
0: Oh, and the uh, woman who played like the teacher, uh, she was Barbara, her hair was spot on, like this weird old giant. thing going off to the side. What did you think? Oh, Heidi, you were you had it words. Was
2: huge. Oh yeah. my
0: god. But it was so like it was like weirdly off center and stuff. Yeah. That was spot on to the uh the, the, the person who played her in the sixties.
2: Oh yeah.
0: It looked spot like did they,
2: did they cast like a grown adult as the as Susan. child Susan?
0: Yes, but she was like you know eighteen or nineteen. I thought, yeah, I thought the one who played her in this one looked more older. like.
2: Yeah, yes. I was like, she looked to be what? in her twenties. Yeah. yeah,
0: but again, they all smoked and drank, and yeah, know. that's
2: true.
0: Uh, yeah, they were like, uh, because in the original Doctor Who, it was uh Ian and Barbara were teachers at this school like a private school sort of thing and they were you know it's like this susan girl what is up with her i don't know let's follow her she's going to a police box let's walk in oh my god it's bigger on the inside and that's basically how doctor who began
1: oh that there was one point where the director uh he described the set that they were or the studio they were going to use as being smaller on the inside
2: yeah oh. i thought that was funny
0: there was a lot of little like things that were just kind of like oh my gosh you know yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah they're um
1: they're like filming the pilot um they uh they don't have more scripts but they're gonna work on them but yeah so they're filming the pilot oh sorry brian cox's big edict is no robots and no bug-eyed space monsters yeah um,
0: it was famous for that
1: yeah they yeah i know uh so yeah they're filming the pilot and apparently like they fi- were filming it in trying to do as few takes as possible um so yeah, they are editing in real time yeah
0: yeah, they more or less filmed it in real time, like, yeah. each episode. And, like, in fact, like, you know, like, nowadays, um, like, Steve, like, you and I have watched some, like, of the 70s stuff. Um, they had, like, one title, story title for, like, say, one to three to five or seven episodes. Yeah. But, like, back then, they actually had a separate title for each episode, even if it was in the same story. Okay. So this is called An Unearthly Child. Mm-hmm because she was not an earthling and so that was the original pilot and uh and then like yeah so that's what they did there so go ahead
1: yeah so they they do the original pilot and uh it gets hot the fire the sprinklers go off um they have to abandon abandon ship abandon TARDIS
0: oh and um, in England they're big on like they you know like the the the, the uh, uh the unions are like they run everything yeah no, so it's like you know, uh, hello, hello. We have tea at like twelve forty-five. So at twelve forty-five, production shuts down for them to have tea, no matter what. So like you know, if this is the end of the day and it's like I don't know whatever time it is, you know what? It doesn't matter. It I I don't think they normally put the
2: sprinklers
0: on. Oh, I thought <laughs> that was because
1: that, the, he
2: said he said the, it earlier that the that studio. The sprinklers go off if it gets too hot in there. And they and were talking so it, about
1: how hot it was. They were
2: talking about how hot it and was. And then that yeah. one
1: guy made a racist comment about, you know, he he thinks it's he hot. He should be
2: used to it. He should
1: be yeah. used to it. It's like the And the one guy a...
2: actually called him on it.
0: Yeah. He's Which like, was... What
2: was that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for like a you know, like a, 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 a like a, a gay comment. We'll talk about that later.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Okay. So yeah. I mean, John, so then, this break. Sprinklers... If you
1: need to, you can talk about being gay now. It's fine. It's
0: okay. <laughs> no one knows, Steve. <laughs> oh, okay. i have kept it like quiet for so long, <laughs> yeah. You'll got this out, right? Yes. <sighs> oh, all right. Thank God, I've still got my my heterosexual cred. <laughs> yes.
2: Because that's a thing heterosexuals say.
0: Yeah.
1: that's a a thing heterosexual men need to say
0: (laughs) well don't we i mean i mean yeah don't we yes Uh, yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) (laughs) so after the sprinklers go off now we like you know so it's implied like they actually finished filming the episode they're showing it to sydney Newman, brian cox brian cox is like uh the doctor's a dick well, mm-hmm. the second they show him the, epi- the original pilot, and the second
1: the episode ends, he's like, "Let's go to lunch,"
2: and they're like, yeah. Oh, "Oh yeah, <laughs> this can't be a good sign."
1: Yeah, and he's like, "The credits are scary," and they're like, "It's supposed to be," and like, "The doctor's a dick." Okay, don't say that she's from the forty ninth century. That's very specific. And they he gives all these he gives a bunch of notes. Yeah, you know, and they're
2: they're good notes. Yeah, because especially about like the doctor, like the doctor the actor who played him himself he said that he's like where's this twinkle that you said he was supposed to have that made me perfect for this
3: yeah yeah Yeah. so
1: yeah they do a second pilot even though it's expensive yeah what is this star trek yeah and then they're airing it and heidi what happens the night they air it
2: kennedy gets shot
1: so yeah, um, and so obviously people aren't focusing on this weird little science fiction show starring an old man and his granddaughter and two teachers who really have boundary issues.
0: Yeah, yeah. So then the boss calls in Verity to the office and she's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm getting fired. And then what happens?
2: She yells well, at him.
0: Oh, right, exactly. Well, and she, then what happened? She yells at him in defense. I'm talking of- to Heidi, Steve. Heidi is our focus today. Heidi, go ahead.
2: Steve is going to remember better than me, though.
0: No, I don't know. Oh, have you met your husband?
2: This is still short term. <laughs> this still comes to short term memory, so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Can't you be on this more often, Heidi? Oh, that's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead heidi
2: <sighs> um she i I don't remember what he said to her, but she basically like suddenly believes wholeheartedly in this project and yells at him and defends it, and he's you, uh, impressed
1: she what? she goes in he uh she goes in and defends the Daleks. he's pissed about the Daleks because it's a oh, robot yeah. with a giant a giant eye. That's actually um, this
0: was a little earlier this oh, is after, like they they, they portray this is after they uh broadcast the first episode which in spite of the fact that president kennedy died they got good ratings and he's like they got respectable
2: he, i think respectable, respectable is the word. right so yeah. she
0: said you know so she was fully expecting to go in there and get fired but then he comes she comes in and he's like we got decent ratings what else are you going to show me she goes um, well, we're we've got more to do. I'm bringing these things, and it's like you're gonna like show our premiere one more time. And he's like, "All right, you." Yeah. So she like he's like piss and vinegar, and then she leaves. I'm like, I've got piss and vinegar. Yay. Going the dog her, thing was a little bit later, I think. Going through. I her think veins. You're,
2: you're mixing up two scenes because there's one scene where they're like on the set. He they just showed him the re. Um, reshoot of the first episode yeah. and he's like uh-huh. okay it's better what do you got what do you got coming next and that's where she talks about he's he's uh, the the director is like oh and there's one with robots and she's like no 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 they're not robots they're Daleks
1: they're mechanical
2: they're mechanical or they're, yes, they're yes, mechanisms they're aliens or something or, or something yeah. but My and then later after
1: I thought it was the same meeting where she defends the the concept of the Daleks and also demands the to show the pilot again I she thought does. that was the same meeting.
2: Yeah, that that's it. That she does. But Well the only reason, I, like, ex- well, the only reason I
0: said that is because like, you know, this is like, you know, this is maybe like the night after or like, you know, within like the first couple of days, I don't think the second episode had been broadcast at that point. No, it had. No, Russ it had like, you know, do it again and he's That's like, what yeah, she was Yeah. Yeah. Arr, yeah. Wolverine. Yeah, Claire. well he played like the general in you know, X Men. Yes. Anywho, sorry. Go ahead, Heidi. I don't.
2: I lost the train. <laughs>
3: I'm
0: bad. So they're I'm um, sorry. They're
1: shooting the uh, second episode, or, or they they show the yeah because they were talking about he was reading a description of the Daleks, and then they show an actual gun firing, and that's when you find out that gun firing was kid had killed Kennedy. I think right. that was the implication. So oh. yeah, um, yeah. So they're they're filming the episode with the Daleks. They look odd um uh and, and with the colors they used for the old black and white show and they showed the guy actually on set doing the the, the dalek voice which was kind of entertaining yeah you know the daleks turned out to be kind of turned out creepy and, and as they call it scary so you know it's all coming together um and uh i'm not sure what happens oh they 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 find out that 10 million people tuned in to see the second episode
3: Right. Oh, again,
0: this might have been, like, one of the times, you know, again, there was, like, several uh, uh, meetings Yeah. Verity and her boss, and, like, this one, you know, she's getting called in, and she's like, oh, shit, I'm gonna get fired, and she walks in there, and he's like, 10 million people watch, and she's like, boom, 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 and she, like, goes out and, like, has, like, a celebratory smoke with yeah. uh, Warren Hussein.
2: You and know. she And she had, earlier that day, seen the kids pretending to be Daleks on the bus.
0: Yeah. Yes yeah
2: which was kind of a cute cute which would
1: have been like very fulfilling uh i'm sure for her character to be like holy shit something i did like immediately is having an impact on people dalek mania actually made doctor who oh i believe it yeah i believe it those
0: pepper pots from iron man gwyneth paltrow (laughs) you know what i bet there's no weird little coincidence in that name probably not probably not
1: so yeah um yeah, then they're they're going along. William Hartner Hartnell is settling into it. Um, he's on a bench and kids are coming up to him and he's having a gay old time. Oh, that was
2: a cute scene. It was a
1: very cute Adorable. scene. Adorable. Yeah, where he's like improvising something and yeah. yeah. You know, there's an awkward scene where he scolds his uh young co star for spending money on clothes, and it's like this guy has been around a long time. I'm sure he's just speaking from like the financial security of it being did- a working actor
2: the The way I was viewing that scene, she seemed like she overreacted. Like he, his tone wasn't scolding so much as like warning. Yeah, you know, like just he's know, a cautionary tale. Yeah, or or just you know, like I don't know, a wi- you know, coming from wisdom or whatever. Yeah. You don't know how long it's going to last. Don't yeah. spend all your money. Like to me, like his tone wasn't scolding but she was just like well i'll spend my money how i want to well
1: she was also like you're calling me dumb and flighty Um, but he
2: didn't and and
1: but but she i mean you know whatever you however you intend something to say doesn't mean that's how someone's going to take it like i think it also
0: goes to like earlier when like heidi's like you know is she a young person clearly the actress is also a young person who yeah i guess now Getting like you know uh, fame and popularity at an early age.
2: Yeah, she's and like I guess a, if she had looked Barrymore. more like an eighteen-year-old or something, and not like a twenty-eight-year-old, yeah. that would have made more sense to have her react sort of defensively. But yeah, as a so, young person who thinks yeah. they can do no wrong at that age. But so he, then he sends he, her like
0: all these like apology yeah. flowers. He's like, yeah. my bad," and she's like, "You," yeah. but she still leaves the show. Well, but also too, you guys like in the in in between that, there was like a little thing where it showed like they got beyond that, and like she actually looked up to him. they're yeah, talking, he's like, you don't need to leave, and she's like, oh, it's time for me to go. And they have like a really touching, yeah, she's like, I can't moment. just, she's like, I can't just
1: scream at monsters all okay. the time, and he's like, I'm not that bad.
2: Which, it was <laughs> yeah, a good was little cute.
1: like you know acknowledgement moment a bonding moment for them yeah yeah Oh,
2: he said uh that's not a nice thing to say to me <laughs> so yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah but she's the first to leave the show and then that's after that they show the second like cast photo in the bbc courtyard bbc building courtyard um because you know the cycle's out and yeah and and um i think they start showing william hartnell's mood is getting a little more erratic he's starting to have trouble with the lines because it is, yeah. it oh. is a
2: lot of words. I wanted to ask the part where I think it's in the, the like the second episode where they show him saying gloves instead of drugs. Yeah. Did that actually happen?
0: Those were real things. Again, when they were like you know kind of filming in quote unquote real time, uh, there wasn't a lot for. Uh, a lot of time given for them to do editing oh, so, or like yeah, retakes.
3: Retakes. or retakes. Yeah.
0: You know, when they were saying it's like, oh, hey, we've got four flubs that we can do. And, you know, we've hit the fifth one by this point or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, they, uh, William Hartner was kind of known for that. Okay. People did not realize that, you know, he was, you know, he had, he was suffering from, you know, uh, uh, physical ailments and things that were affecting his performance. So there were things. That, yes, that was real life. Okay. Yeah,
1: and um, yeah, my favorite was uh, instead of, I think, formation, he said fornication. And oh, yeah. Yeah. To... <laughs> that,
2: that... But, yeah, but he realized yeah. what he said that time, and he laughed. Yeah.
1: And But you yeah. can't, you can't, uh, you can't, like bluff that one that one you have right. to redo
2: right yeah
1: <laughs> yeah well you're doing like, a children's um,
2: <laughs> show
0: yeah. in yeah. tea time
1: we're about right? to
2: violate some laws here
1: yeah <laughs> but, but in the uh yeah it, he's just he's very proud of the fact that he was a doctor he was very disgruntled about the about him being about all the uh roles he was being offered that were kind of like he was like typecast as this character actor as this old son of a bitch and now he's like this the the doctor who the kids love and they're coming up to him and there's little books about him. And I'm assuming it's the, the equivalent today of like, Hey, look, here's your action figure of the movie you're in, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Prior to that, he'd been playing kind of curmudgeonly characters. So now he he's was playing a
1: curmudgeonly character from this, from according to this movie.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, even at the point where like his grant, his real on screen granddaughter is kind of like, Oh, you know, what it uh she's like watching an episode with him where he flubbed the line and and she's like, But grandfather, you said you said gloves instead yeah. of drugs. And it's like, Oh, you meant gloves because you couldn't touch them and he's like,
2: Yeah You yeah. couldn't touch the uh, yeah. That's yeah. what it was.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and then she could like it, like wasn't it like later in the uh, movie she even said it's like uh, she, she, it was something that was like legitimately mispronounced instead of like saying it's like oh you're Dr. Who he's like you're Dr. Sue or something
1: I think it was the name of someone else or something
0: yeah whatever it was yeah. it was just kind of like it was it was clearly something that you know she she had her own little head headcanon thing going on of like yeah. my grandfather is this person and you know sort of stuff but uh yeah, yeah so like as time goes on things are changing we see first uh, you know, it, you know, it's like one of these things with like like an episode of like the old Zoom show where like you know kids would age out or like Medudo where kids would age out.
1: Did or, you say? Did you say
0: not <laughs> uh, did I? Yeah, I might have. I don't know. I'm sorry, <laughs> Menudo. Medudo re- Yeah, Medudo <laughs> Where those dudes would age out, dude. Uh, but like you know, we're like uh, uh Warren Hussein. He was the he was the director. Um, he was Worst. the first one to leave. Waris. Damn it. Sorry, Worst. okay uh was the first one to leave and it was kind of like oh we're gonna miss you and then yeah. like you know and then he's like bye-bye
1: and that was one of the first things where like william hartner hartnell called out to waris and it's like no no he's been gone for a while for like several
0: months so and
1: yeah the and guy.
2: the yeah this teacher lady yeah. said like oh he's been doing that a lot lately
0: yeah yeah his co-stars are just kind of
2: like yeah,
1: mm, yeah. but then um then we awkward. see then we see uh um his wife having a conversation with verity the producer about how like he's got this medical condition he needs to slow down he drinks too much he smokes too much
0: he drinks too much he smokes too much he has arteriosclerosis again it's a song people
3: it's a weird song it's um, a weird song. song So
1: yeah. And she
0: says, oh, I'll have a
1: conversation with my successor. And the wife is just like, ah, shit.
0: Ah, shit. But he loves you like a dog. And she does.
1: And, it, it, you know, he, there's a nice scene between them where he's like, you're my rock. You're getting me through this. And she says, like, oh, funny
0: thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then yeah. they show, like, her
1: farewell for party. Fellow, yeah. For she's a
2: jolly good fellow. For she's a jolly good fellow.
0: Which they, you know, what, what... Which no one not- can deny, John. No, 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 no. and so
2: say all of us.
0: Oh yeah, that's the British version. (laughs) So, um, so like as time is going on, and we see the uh, yearometer saying it's like, oh, it's sixty four, it's sixty five, it's sixty six. You know, we get to the point where like you know, you know, we're we're coming up. Yeah, Verity left, and she had like an awesome little party.
1: Yeah, uh, I think she left in like sixty five. Yes, there must. uh, Yeah, and so in sixty six is when he's like talking and insists that like the stagehand has to call him Mr. Hartnell and you know and he kind of just drifts I, think off.
0: Director, actually, yeah, I think it was the director oh, actually okay. The yeah but it was still like you know kind of like you know it's kind of clear to the audience that you know what this guy might not be right for this anymore he's just having trouble yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah and again I thought he was like 75 years old not 50, yeah. not 57.
0: Right, weird, oh, huh? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, so he's going to like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this here thing for forever. And he goes to talk to the boss. He's like, you know, we're both here for the same thing, right? I'm going to like, you know, you're going to cut my hours. And he's like, yeah. And you're going to just
2: write the outline of a script and I can fill in everything else. Because yeah. Yeah. I can do it all with a look. Right. Instead of saying all these words.
1: Instead of explaining how many light years away a planet is, I'm going to give them like a wry look and let them know that it's this many light years away.
2: Right. And it's in this galaxy. Yeah. I'm going to say that all with a look. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's the science. I mean, science fiction, it needs a lot of backstory. It needs a lot of explanation. A
2: lot of words.
0: Yeah. But you know what? We're going to think about regenerating this whole thing.
1: Yeah. I noticed the use Mm. of that word.
0: Yeah. Actually. So Sydney, Sydney Newman the producer came yeah. up with the idea of like you know because like remember like there was a scene where you know BBC people came in it's like you know what this Bill Hartnell guy he ain't doing it so bye-bye tv show he's like but wait
2: I on. wish I wish they had had more of like a think tank of like how they came up with yeah. the idea of regenerating oh yeah the, the doctor because it was Literally. just like we're gonna kill the show wait do we have to and then all of a sudden they've hired a yeah, new I mean, guy that's a like big i wish fucking they'd deal. had yeah like i wish they'd had like a like a brainstorming session or something and come up with that like i wish yeah. we could have seen that that would have been cool
0: well that would have been cool however you know i don't know if it came off exactly as they portrayed it but it was more or less Sidney newman's idea He's like you know what rather than canceling this we're gonna bring in somebody else he's an alien
2: yeah, but like, tell us, like, I want, the, I want to see that light bulb go off. I want them okay. to be like, yeah. here's what we're gonna do, like, you know what I mean? Something because
1: sure. that is such a huge part of the doctor mythology, it,
2: and it felt like they just kind of glossed over it, and, that, and it was yeah. like, everybody knows what happens, so let's just yeah. move on.
1: It, it's one of those things where it's like, well, this, this is what has enabled the show to go on for literally almost sixty years now, like, and so. Oh. Ex- I know. So explain, explain how you how got there. That yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's like it's like people have to like fans in their head have to figure out how ever, ever all these different spies are named James Bond, but they look and act differently. Um,
0: you are know? you are you going on that like whole conspiracy theory thing that the doctor that that James Bond is a time lord?
1: Oh, I have no idea what you're talking There's about. There's people
0: who have that <laughs> belief. I am not kidding. Yeah, instead I am of not kidding.
1: Just, instead of it just being capitalism and they want to keep pumping money out with this franchise even after Sean Connery
0: left, it's 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 a time lord. No, no, no. Steve, it's real thing. In oh, the yeah. real world set in the James Bond universe, okay. he's a time lord.
1: Uh, I, That's I've, why
0: he can regenerate into different faces.
1: The only thing I've heard is that he, um, is that it's just a different code name they give people like you're you're a certain yeah. it's, it's a code name they use
0: so back to the episode back to the tv movie we're like you know so now william hartnell goes home and like says to his wife yeah we've come to an agreement that i'm gonna leave the show yeah. And she's like well good i'm gonna make tea because that's the answer to everything in england well and then, some tea
1: and then he breaks down and starts weeping and, yeah do you remember what he said I'm not I'm not ready to go.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go, which is don't was, want to go.
3: Which is something super
0: attendance doctor
3: Yeah.
0: Exactly. That was done specifically for that. Yeah. And uh, so it was a callback to that. You know, there was other yeah. little callbacks.
1: Oh, a little callback like seeing Matt Smith as the doctor just standing in the original TARDIS. Boilers. <laughs> to we like spoilers. to, we to, we to like ninety
0: seconds it. later in the yeah. ep- in the T V movie. <laughs> Heidi, did you need that explained to you? No. Okay, so you, okay. Because then we cut back to the pre. Because again, this whole thing has been a flashback. Yeah. So yeah. now you understand he's basically filming his last scene as playing yeah. the doctor. Right. And yeah. he's like, "Oh man!" And then he goes and sees Matt Smith. So, what did you guys take to meet that that magic?
3: That he...
2: he's just seeing the future of the show. He just met the next doctor. He's kind of in his mind. He's seeing the future of the show.
0: He's seeing that it will last well past.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, to me, I didn't.
2: It was I, kind of I, I didn't care for that,
0: Yeah,
1: in it, a it just, bad way it felt or awkward. A, it felt okay. awkward to me. Like it just felt like this isn't. It, it, we all know what ha- that Doctor Who continues. We don't need such a a sledgehammer of a reminder to literally show the Doctor, uh, the doc, the current Doctor in you know kind of almost interacting with the original one we don't we don't need that especially oh. since that doctor was about to leave you know okay i i don't know it just it felt heavy handed to me okay like i i uh yeah
0: okay especially
1: like um. why why would you signal uh uh single out him instead of like all the other ones like because there were like 12 other guys or 10 other guys
0: well because mainly um during during you know, because of the proximity yes. this was a, you know in england in 19 uh, in, in 2013 it was kind of like a big year bbc was showing like old episodes of doctor who they had all these different specials and there was like all these different like uh, uh tie-ins to you know say there was like you know, a, 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 a show about how the universe is with, like, time travel. And they would bring in people and talk about how Doctor Who inspired them and stuff like that. So this was, like, almost a culmination of a year's worth of television. Okay. So bringing in the current Doctor who was about to leave and about to celebrate, because this was shown just prior to the 50th anniversary special, okay. um, Was it was a bit of a tie-in. So that's why it was a little bit of fan service. So, and, you know, like, you know, now for us, it's nearly seven years later, but back then people were probably kind of like, Oh my God, I know that guy, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. and no, like, I-, I appreciate it. So again, for us on the being, you know, well past that other side.
1: Heidi, guess, uh, someone who hasn't watched a bunch of doctor who, how did you feel about that little cameo by Matt Smith?
2: Um, it, um, was I mean, I obviously recognized him as yeah. a Dr. Smith. A Dr. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: William.
2: <laughs> as, as a doctor who, um, but I had to ask Steve, you know, was that the current doctor when this came out? Because that immediately dates it. Yes. You know? Right, so, it does. Yeah. You're it correct.
1: just correct. It, it felt like it made it more about um, the time that it was the movie was made than it was about like William Hartnell it felt like it took a little bit away from the fact that it was William Hartnell dealing with this transition you know of, of I music. don't I
2: didn't really see it that way no no. Okay. I just because I thought it was kind of like oh you know that's the that's the future of the show and he's kind of like he's like okay I'm okay leaving now because I can see that there's a future you okay.
3: Know?
1: okay
0: that's how I saw it also okay. Thank
1: you. yeah well, I know that was the intention, but I just I felt like um, for me, dramatically, it kind of took away from like the gravitas of of, of uh, William Hartnell and what he was dealing with, and it was just like, oh yeah, we're just going to sh- distract from that with a Matt Smith cameo.
0: But
2: well, you know,
1: my take, at maybe the time, I'm just cy- cynical.
2: You you do have a cold, dead heart.
1: That's true.
0: That's yes, true. that's already been established in canon. Right. So, but like for myself, when I watched it back when it was originally aired. Um, where I I enjoyed that it was a very brief cameo. He didn't even have any lines. Well, yeah, it true. wasn't like, well done, mate. 50 years from now, I'm still going to be doing this. So thanks for the uh, lifeline, dude. It was just yeah. kind of like, he we looked over and it was kind of like, you know, a little wink, a little nudge. And then like, you know, William Hartnell did his last lines, presumably. Yeah. But also too, it was, it was lovely how the uh, TV movie ended, where, you know, you kind of pan across an empty studio and you hear... uh. uh basically the earlier in the episode in the TV movie where um, uh, uh, the doctor is saying goodbye to his granddaughter, Susan, and he's like, you mm-hmm. know, having this thing, everyone's, everyone in the studio in the uh, in the control room was kind of like, that was brilliant. You know, he, yeah. this is, this is why we have William Hartnell. And so then we actually saw William Hartnell.
3: Yeah, giving do that. that scene. Yeah. Well, and
0: then, then we like fade to black with the uh, end credits.
1: With the, you know, here's what they did after that.
0: Oh, yeah. A little bit of like, yeah, we're like, you know, uh, um, William Hartnell became the senator of uh, New Hampshire and married the cheerleader. And uh, then uh,
1: you can go get a tour of Universal Studios. You just have to ask for Babs. Thank Um, you. Animal House people. Talking about the ending of Animal House, Heidi looks confused. <laughs> um, I,
2: am, I am confused.
1: No, but it, they did show like side by side the still from the movie, the, yeah, and the, and the, the, the actual and person, then, like a headshot yeah. of the actual person. So, and the one who played Warris, um, uh, Waris Warris Hussein? Yeah, he looked
2: like he looked a lot like a the actual like, guy.
1: Yeah, the actor looked a lot like him.
0: It was like you know, to me, it was like, oh my god, the director was like just as gorgeous as the guy who played him. Yeah. <laughs> usually it's like you know they're beautiful it's like oh it can't possibly like no. no that guy was a good looking mofo and yeah.
1: it's just so weird again i'm sorry to keep going back to the fact that william hartnell was like literally younger than tom Cruise is now like when he was the doctor like he had aged a lot like like, like was he Jack in that Robin Williams movie? Like he aged so further so much further than it feels like he should
0: have. And I'm sorry I, mean, I don't want to make fun of his health hard issue, living. Still, it, it was, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean he was old enough he you know, I don't know for sure, but he might have like actually served in World War Two where he saw some shit, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure. Like, he, he was
2: been, born in nineteen oh eight.
0: Yeah. He was not a young man. So yeah. you know, he might have you know, he might have uh uh I don't know, uh like Walt Disney, he may have like Like been a stretcher bearer in world war two governor i don't know know, yeah so yeah heidi so that was it so um again you said kind of in the in the beginning how you felt after talking about it you know uh at the ending did you have any of the feels
2: i as a non-doctor who watcher i didn't have the feels related to this show but I think most people can relate to looking back on a completed project with some melancholy, Yeah. you know, okay. um, and seeing, you know, things that they've done in their lives, like kind of come to an end and kind of stack up after a while. And, you know, you're just dealing with getting older and things like that. That's, that's relatable on any level.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, well, and steve since like you know for being a person who's been watching new who and this is more or less you know up to date for you yeah. um how did you feel at this point did you have any of the feels well
1: i did i again i felt uh i felt for william hartnell like he, there was this thing that he was integral in creating and it was kind of taken away from him but um it yeah, was that, also that was
2: sad the yeah. scene with him and his wife
1: yeah it was, was also that was sad. it was also very um appropriate or the time was right for it to be taken from him like he didn't know how to let go and yeah. it's almost like this guy who had been struggling as a a typecast character actor all of a sudden is being recognized and adored by children and it's like i can see him trying to hang on to that for as long as possible i'm also kind of a sucker um for well done movies about movies or yes. movies about tv shows um those can be very uh, compelling. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's one of my favorite like genres I guess it is. Have I ever made you watch Day for Night?
1: No. It's What's
2: another. That one? It's in. It's a truffaut movie.
1: Oh no, but I'm I'm willing to you know. So it's yeah, in it's another. It's in, subtitles. Yes, yeah. and
2: it's a movie about making movies.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, Day for was... Night is
2: when they like. Oh. Um, they film night scenes in the daytime with like a filter. Yeah. You know? To, yeah, anyway.
1: so, yeah. I, I look forward to in like I don't know, say it's another twenty years seeing the um, ninety-minute made-for-TV movie about the origins of the of Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Yeah. And have your shot, people, because there's our derog- <laughs> <laughs> there's I was gonna I almost said derogatory uh, <laughs> mention of the no the the uh, uh, obligatory? obligatory obligatory thank you See, obligatory mention of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. here episode
1: uh i didn't find it uh um overall i i don't know i it kind of subverted my expectations in being more about william hartnell and his turn as the doctor and origination uh his is him originating the doctor rather than the origins of the show doctor who because i i went into it expecting them to be like brainstorming for ideas and like finding what uh, like a Dalek would be and all that other stuff. And maybe
2: that's why they didn't have the scene like we were, like I was talking about that would have been nice, like about how they came up with the idea of regenerating the doctor because it wasn't supposed to be about that. It was supposed to be about him.
0: Uh, This, the, the, the TV movie actually kind of shifted perspectives because it started with William Hartnell and then it kind of like, you know, a segue where we then saw, then it oh, it's the story of Sidney Newman, and like how he, no, no, wait, no, it's the story of very Lambert, like no, 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 it's the story of very Lambert and wars hussein it's like it's the two of them it's the, it's the two new young folks who are against the establishment, oh no, wait, no, it's the story of William Hartnell, which he ended up being kind of like uh uh the thread over the whole thing because we lost yeah. Warris Hussein, we lost very Lambert, and then like you know it's like it's like Sidney Newman, you know he wasn't the whole thing. It was William Hartnell. So it's like, oh, and you know, so it it was like, you know, then it it ended up being his story, which I enjoyed. It seemed like
1: for everybody except for William Hartnell, uh, Doctor Who was something that they're like, yeah, I did it and it's cool and it afforded me other opportunities. I'm going to take advantage of that. And William Hartnell was the one who's like, I want to do this for as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Even like a year after William Hartnell left, according to the end credits thing, um, uh, Brian Cox's character left like a year later. He was he went back to Canada in like 1967. So like William Hartnell, according to this movie, was the one most invested in this.
3: Yeah, yeah. Of course, we didn't focus
1: on any of the writers. We didn't. um, There was just that uh, cursory mention of Terry Southern, who created the Daleks. Terry Nation. Terry Nation. Sorry. He uh he was very. I know he wrote a bunch, didn't he?
0: Yes, he created them, and there's things where it's like he owns the rights to the name Daleks Whatever. and everything, yeah. the characters. But, but I the thought he visual I thought image he, belongs to the BBC. Yeah, I thought he wrote.
1: He was he wrote a bunch of Doctor Who, though.
0: Oh no, he, uh, he wrote things that weren't just Daleks, but he was also on staff. Yeah. Okay. You know, so yeah, and then yeah, so he came back later, so, but uh.
1: Sorry, one question I do have that okay. I did not cover in the movie. Ooh. How did William Hartnell's uh, doctor die? Because the doctor oh. has to die in order to regenerate.
0: Um, he, it was his first interaction with uh, the Cybermen, actually. Oh. Which are, uh, yes, yeah, Steve knows the Cybermen. And they're another uh, famous Doctor Who uh, enemy. And it was his first story with the Cybermen and he experienced like radiation. And so then he he's like, oh, well, you know, this is me saying goodbye. And he lays down and he regenerates where there's like a whole thing where they like kind of like overexpose, which made him bright. And then it's, now it's uh, Patrick Trotten. So it's kind of like, oh, wait, okay. So that's what, you know, kind of like, their version of, like, you know, how, like, uh, nowadays the Doctor kind of, like, explodes, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Many times. That in, was their version back then.
1: In CGI light.
0: Yeah. So, it's just kind of like, and then, like, his companions are like, the fuh, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, do you guys mind if I bring a little bit of uh, um behind-the-scenes-ish and Absolutely or not. Do casting?
1: Not. Don't you dare.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to do it anyway, man. Okay, fine. All right. So, like, uh, uh, at the end of the uh, TV movie, there was a little bit of the, uh, um, you know, telling. So, Sidney Newman was Canadian. Uh, They brought him across the pond to, like, because he was uh, famous working over in Canada. And he, like, you know, did good things for their TV. Brought him to ITV. And then the BBC lured him away. And then you saw he went back in 1967, went back to Canada. It wasn't that, you know, he wasn't good. They just... You know, he wanted to go back home pretty much. And okay. then um he died in nineteen ninety seven at the age of eighty.
3: Okay.
0: Okay. Um yeah, Harry Brian Lambert. Cox
1: is an older man and that was some, some hair dye and it was like Oh yeah. 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 So
0: if he died in ninety seven at the age of eighty, so he would have been like say forty five ish. Did Brian Cox look forty five? No. No. Hard living. We've yeah, established yeah. that. True. <laughs> yeah, I guess That's so. It's everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were all hard living back then. Uh so very Lambert. So she was twenty-eight when they hired her to be the producer of Doctor Who. Okay. okay. Um, so I mean she was a one, a woman. Two, she was young. So uh she did work with uh Sidney Newman prior to this. So he knew what she was capable of, but this is her first, you know, pretty much producer so he i wouldn't say went out of limb for her but like you know again being the early 60s it's like oh yeah she fucked the guy who's doing it so that's the only way she got the job but like no so she did it through 1965 and she went on to produce more she was very you know she was prolific nothing really jumped out at me but she was like a very prolific producer and she died in 2007 at the age of 71 again you know not not crazy old no um William Hartnell, again, he was 55 when they hired him. Seemed like he was 105. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty much. But, yeah, so he had arteriosclerosis, which, like, in the TV movies, his wife is like, hardening of the arteries. He smoked. He drank. He lived, you know, he lived life. And, um, you know, so I think they were even kind of showing at the beginning of the TV movie that's like, yeah, he's already kind of, like, experiencing difficulties. And, as, you know, in that short term, he played – but also, too, they did a weekly TV show. So, um, yeah, there were a ridiculous
1: amount of episodes per season, weren't there?
0: Yeah. So, pretty much like if there's 52 weeks in a year, they did like 40 to 45 episodes. Wow. So, 40 to 45 half wow. hour shows every year. That's insane. You know, so that's what they were doing. So, it's like a
1: Good Morning America schedule.
0: You know, remember even like the beginning of the uh TV movie, he's like, you know, I don't know if I want to go back to another weekly show. That's very tiring. And then they kind of sweet talked him into it and he did it. Um Wars Hussein, um, the director, he was twenty-four when they started. Oh wow, oh, Yeah. So he was he was a kid, yeah. Kinda. So yeah, so um, well, he was Indian. He was a British Indian, um, gay. I don't know if did was that kind of not too Did subtle. I, no,
2: there was. I don't, a, you're, don't remember. I you're both giving me questioning
0: that. eyes.
1: No, yeah, I'm, I'm like um. I'm, I'm remembering a scene of her and him at the bar when they first met, and she made a comment about a dude's butt. I think. But I think I got the impression now, looking looking through it in hindsight, maybe he. Hindsight looking at a guy's butt. <laughs> no, she. Uh, he might have been checking out a dude at the bar. I don't. I. It, well, it was tough was to. One... It was tough to to um whether or not, see whether or not he was checking out the guy at the bar, or he was just annoyed and distracted because of the fact that he couldn't get service from the bartender. What, what
2: did you say, Heidi? The guy at the bar. Like, they, they focused on him two or three times. Yeah. But he, he ended up not being anybody. Like, they didn't have him come up to them or anything like that. Was right. that supposed to be, like, them very subtly showing, like, she's checking him out, and now he's checking him out?
0: Mm, well... I, I could, well, that scene, like he was trying to get a drink and he wasn't being very successful and she walks up, she goes, I want a drink for him and me. And the bartender's like, who are you, you little girl? And she goes, I want those drinks and I want them now. He's like, okay. So then, you know, she knew this was like her director yeah. and then like, you know, she saw he was like checking out, he was checking out the dude, the dude was checking out him. And I don't, you know, I don't think she was cock blocking okay. or anything, It was just yeah. more or less one of these things where, you know, they, they were both just kind of like, you know, hey, we're both we're both outsiders here, you know. Not just I'm a woman; you're an Indian guy. Which remember the one guy was uh, when they were filming was kind of like, eh, "Huh, wait, yeah. too warm for him." Yeah. And the one guy's like, "Dude, not so cool. that's a that's a very 1963." But even really, I feel really, it's racist.
2: Right, but it was a really the thing at the bar was really really subtle because like, yes, very. It, I I didn't really pick up on that. Yeah, I didn't I know, know why they the were podcast. focusing
1: on that guy Hi. other than they both noticed him.
2: Yeah.
0: I think now in hindsight, and we know. Uh, Wars Hussein is an out gay man uh, and he's still alive. Okay. Oh, As of uh, our recording of this, he's only like 82, you know, again, I'm saying only, but again, I'm 53. So that doesn't No, he, I'm sorry. He's 81. He's currently 81. So uh, yeah. So um, about the episode itself or the TV movie, Steve, would it surprise you that uh, Mark Gatiss wrote this episode? No. Cause I
1: saw his name in the credits.
0: <laughs> okay. Does it feel like his style? I mean, Heidi, you um, might know him as Mycroft from Sherlock Holmes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: he was a co-creator with uh, um, Stephen Moffat of okay. the I, Sherlock I I reboot. Yeah. yeah. I, I assume he did. But also, too, you know, so he's also a writer. And he's written many episodes of Doctor Who. Some of them were kind of fluffy. Some of them were kind of like, hmm, we'll still see more of them, Steve, because his his reign's not done. But, you know, knowing that it's Mark Gatiss, did it seem Mark gatiss at all? Well, there
1: were no giant spiders,
0: um,
1: <laughs> so n- not on that front.
0: But, um, no, was, or no, nor oh no, I don't think he did the episode with Satan. Uh, yeah, there was I a giant know. Satan Heidi, just I don't know. I didn't, in there.
1: It, there was um, nothing. I don't know of a Mark Gatiss style of writing uh, for Doctor Who because I I don't. Okay. I can only remember and I don't even remember if that one giant spider one he was in or he acted in or he wrote or did both. Uh but um
0: acted for sure. I'm not sure if he wrote it. Yeah, he see, might so have wrote it.
1: I I don't know of any other. I, so it doesn't really strike me as a, you know, this is definitely his voice. Um it 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 was kind of it was fairly by the numbers um okay. for a uh, made for TV movie. Um there was you know the dramatic arcs it it was well done in some ways the time jumps when it starts in 1966 and and goes back and the the framing device of the pictures of uh the cast members was interesting but it was Mm -hmm. uh nothing about it screamed mark gatus to me but then again i'd have to remember what he wrote for that i've seen for doctor who
0: well i'm slightly surprised he didn't write a little role for himself he likes to do that
1: well i mean yeah he wrote himself in as Mycroft
0: Holmes. So. <laughs> yeah, and other ones. Now Heidi, um um William Hartnell, David Bradley, the actor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Where do you know him from?
2: Harry Potter. Anything he's, else? He's filch.
0: Yeah, he's definitely filch. Um are you you guys aren't like Game of Thrones people, right? No. No. He was a big baddie in Game of Thrones, but I didn't oh. I didn't watch Game of Thrones either. But okay. yeah, so uh uh I think he's like one of those like you know uh like like uh older actors who put in his time and suddenly boom.
1: Kind of like um William Hartnell.
0: <laughs> well, you know, well, who knows? Maybe back then people knew who he was. I think he was like, you know, yes, Sergeant, or hello Governor, but, um, oh, would you give me some spit spot tish tosh or something?
1: But we didn't didn't we see in the last season we watched of Doctor Who, um, didn't we see David or uh, Filch? Did we saw him in an episode, right?
0: Yes. It was the Dinosaurs on a spaceship episode
1: uh that was also ron weasley's dad was in that one
0: Uh uh-huh there was a definite like you know uh harry potter reunion going on there i don't think they shared any scenes but or did they they might have because you know, know he was he played the baddie and uh yeah so it was it was like from him being in there they were just kind of like you know what this guy could actually be William Hartnell hmm uh, and
1: Heidi uh several seasons ago we saw um Draco Malfoy's mom so we've seen a bunch of uh Harry Potter people
0: um so Brian Cox he played Sidney Newman what I know well you know he's been in everything that guy is old and um yeah he kind of blew up in Manhunter as Hannibal Lecter yeah so you know what good
1: it was what 86 85 yeah
0: so yeah, so Hannibal Lecter, but like uh, I loved it. You know, I think the first time I really remember seeing him was in Super Troopers. Maybe Super Troopers and/or X Men, X Men yeah. Two, where he was like the bad guy. Yeah, and uh, in, in Super Troopers, he played like a sheriff. He was the
1: he was the um yeah the guy in charge of all the the was it Broken Lizard ne'er do wells um yeah he was the sheriff yeah he was guy in charge of all them. I don't know. I didn't care for Super Troopers that much.
0: We're losing Heidi. So, uh, hey, (laughs) Jessica Rain, you called her. So, Mm -hmm. thank you for that, Heidi. Um, And Steve, we saw her. She uh, played, well, obviously played Barry Lambert, but she was in the episode of Doctor Who recently, Hyde. She was the psychic lady in the 70s. Oh, okay, yeah. And and I remember, like, saying back then that, like, we'll see her again. You know, her being in this, you know, made people, like, remember her. So, and like, Heidi knew you knew her name. That was incredible.
2: No, I looked up her name.
0: No, <laughs> still, I'm just saying you you had notes. Well, Sasha Dewan, he played Waris Hussein. Um, he was in that movie After Earth.
1: Oh, the Will Smith, Jaden Smith one.
0: Yeah, that was directed by M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, Ding Dong. Yeah, the not Scientology, but pretty Scientology.
3: Yeah. Uh, movie
0: yeah he was in that he was also in episodes of uh in the flesh sherlock and did you guys watch dracula no well you know, that's pretty good that's on netflix that's not bad he was in an episode of dracula that was
1: a bbc show from a couple years ago right
0: yeah it was also Stephen moffat oh, so okay. you know and uh so there's like people you'd see there it was pretty good the ending was kind of mm. but like yeah. i don't know if you guys are like desperate for something that wasn't bad um, now for people who are kind of almost like glorified cameos, because there was people in this who were either, uh, uh who appeared in the original Dr. Who back then, and now are kind of like doing cameos. So the, one of the biggest ones was the guy played, uh, the guy who played Mervyn Pinfield. He was the one kind of producer who kept showing up. You oh, know, the one
2: who said he, in, he invented the... Like teleprompter. Teleprompter kind of thing?
0: Yeah, I think it so. It wasn't a
2: teleprompter, but it was something along those yeah. lines. So
0: if I say what I think we would know him as, you guys will go, oh, um Cedric Diggory's dad. Oh, my, my boy. Yes. My boy. There oh was Cedric God. Diggory's dad.
1: <laughs> that, he's, that even though I know it's coming, if I watch that movie today, that would choke me up a bit that scene because it is yeah. such a, 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 a
2: it's an, an boy!
1: It's my Over the top <laughs> emotional moment, and he does it really well.
0: Yeah. So, but he also appeared in Classic Who. Oh. um, yeah. Um, what did he do? He was in uh Frontios in 1984. Uh, Mark uh, okay. Eden, he played david bowerstock i don't know i don't know which one that was but he was in marco polo an episode of a game a story in like 1964 nicholas briggs uh he played the doctor the the dog voices which he does the dog voices nowadays oh, okay so it's kind of like they brought in the guy who does the dog voices to do the dog voices which it's is why he was of, it's not kind of like it is it is and he's also like you know he's also done Cybermen and stuff but uh yeah, yeah so uh
1: there was he is he is to uh alien or like um robot voices what doug jones is to like uh really skinny creatures
0: oh god yeah there's like a like a like there's a guy who appears in every doctor who episode pretty much as an alien in a suit where it's like oh it's that guy who's also doing star wars stuff so there were also other people uh carolyn ford she played susan originally um there was uh William Russell. Uh he played the security guard in the beginning, the one who was like, Hey, where's your pass? Yeah. He's the one who played uh he's the original Ian Chesterton, the guy who played the male teacher. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh so he was there. Um, so wait, the woman- wait,
1: sorry, did you say the woman who played Su- the original Susan was in there? Yeah, I-,
0: I meant to like kind of say, you know, uh, remember like the, the the going away party for very Lambert? hmm Um there were several people in there. So Susan was one of the background people in there? Oh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, um, gosh, uh, Jean Marsh. Jean Marsh. She played a companion of a short-lived companion of the Doctor, the second Doctor, not for William Hartnell's, but she was also like upstairs, downstairs. She was also in that party
3: okay. as a
0: background person. And Annika Wills was also uh, there. She played Polly. So uh, we saw. Her. She was like one of the last Doctor Who companions. One of the uh, one of the companions who kind of bridged the first to the second Doctor. Okay. So she was there, in the, and again, like she was a party goer, so not a feature player, but it was kind of like almost like a blinking you miss him kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of that for that. Um, yeah, so. yeah. It would have
1: been distracting if they had like um, one of the other Doctors, like in this, like Tom Baker, just showed up to like.
2: I have expected when they showed Matt Smith. Like, I half expected them to go around the console and have their yes. be like a bunch of different. I'm glad they didn't do that though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again, it was almost like a like, oh, it, it was, it was uh, not a blinking you could miss it, but it was kind of like, it was nice seeing it, but they didn't like overplay their card on that.
1: Yeah. I think it would have been more. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm okay with it, but I, it wouldn't, it would have been much worse if they had spoken to each other. Yeah.
0: Oh, 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 I have one more like weird little thing. It's a Doctor Who slash Harry Potter reference uh, connection. It's nothing to do with who, well, okay. William Russell, the actor who played Ian, the the teacher guy. Yeah. In original Doctor Who, the actor, his son is named uh, William Russell Enoch. His stage name is Alfred Enoch. Do we know that name?
3: I mean, he I, played I, I Dean was...
0: Thomas in the Doctor Who movies. He was the. uh the Doctor the Who po- movies? I'm sorry. It, movies. Yeah, <laughs> in, the, in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> no, Dean Thomas, the one. Yeah. There. Well, yeah. Well, he was also oh, like, he, he played I, American in that, like, you know, who wants to be a murderer or something. Yeah. So.
2: How to get away with murder. How to get away
0: with murder. Exactly. So okay. that's his dad. Huh. Huh. And his dad is still alive and old AF. <laughs> I think he was I around 40 who. when they were doing Doctor Who. You know, so he's, like, in his 90s now and still alive. And so he had his son, like, when he was, like, older than me.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he wasn't uh, shooting blanks. Good on you, William Russell. Pew, pew, pew. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I, You know what? That's why you're my co-host, Steve. Yeah. Well, and, and I
1: do all the technical stuff.
0: Well, mostly that, probably. Um hey, should we do that thing we're i 'm gonna do that unsung crew member of the t v movie okay this guy 's name was toby wood toby wood he worked in the music department, and there was actually like little stuff usually like there 's nothing about these people. He was born on april i 'm sorry march twenty fifth nineteen seventy three in england okay, and he 's five feet ten and a half inches tall, weird. Personal information. Well, usually you don't get that. I just like, I know. I'm delighted. Um, so he worked in the music department in many movies slash other things um, and things I recognize. Again, this is only my like you know chosen you know stuff that I recognize because yeah. you know I don't care about other people. Um, Judge <laughs> Dredd, the the, the 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 Arnold the you know, Carl was, Urban. No, 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 not that one. The Stallone one. Oh, the Stallone one. Okay, okay. Judge Dredd. I think that one was just Dredd. Yeah, that's Which, true.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh Godzilla 98, you know the one with uh, the uh, so uh, the murderer?
1: He has worked with Rob Schneider and um uh Matthew Broderick.
0: Yeah, yeah, Matthew Broderick the murderer. Um The Mummy Returns. Uh he worked in all the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Heidi. Yeah. Okay. Um he also worked in A History of Violence. You remember that one?
1: Yeah, Cronenberg with uh, Viggo Mortensen. And, Vigo,
0: uh, and, the TV uh, show Survivors, the one we watched. Oh, yeah. In the Flesh, that show that we watched. I don't remember. Um, oh, wait, I do. Yeah, the zombie peoples.
1: Yeah, that they came back and they could control their urges with medication.
0: Heidi's like, I thank God I didn't have to watch that. Oh, I see your your face. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no love for that. Uh, the, you know, the PBS favorite, Doc Marson. Oh, oh the shoe. Yes, the shoe. I'd rather have the shoe. Anywho, but like strangely enough, he's never appeared or like done any work for Doctor Who. Okay. Which is kind of one of the reasons I chose him too, because like while well, he has this huge, like, you know, career, never worked for Doctor Who.
1: Oh, the sound guy.
0: Yeah. The uh, Toby yeah.
2: Toby Wood.
1: Toby Toby Wood thank
0: you. of the Music no, he's, Department.
1: He's worked on the Doctor Who made for TV movie, but um never has worked for the show. Pretty much. Huh. Oh pretty
0: much yeah weird well hey, cool. Steve. cool i yeah. know like you know we, we've discussed... you know i
1: think i think you need to finish the segment of the unsung crew member of the episode
0: oh hello unsung crew member of the tv movie we salute you there you go that's my 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 thank you heidi oh heidi's saluting thank you <laughs> uh yeah usually i <laughs> She's always playing first... along <laughs> i usually forget and steve has to prompt me so uh um, yeah so hey steve um, I brought it up earlier about how people can contact us. Did, Did perchance we get any contacting done by um, people contacting us? With uh, contacting,
1: yes. Uh, Tim emailed in and said um, the subject was. Friend Denise. of the
0: show, Tim. That's his name.
3: Uh,
1: the subject is Denise shoots. She scores. Ah! Oh. Uh, another great Christmas episode with Denise. Now there's a great holiday, tri- uh, holiday attrition to. T- t- now there's a now there's a great holiday tradition to keep observing. I've enjoyed all the doctors but with Matt Smith's 11 but with Matt Smith's 11th is my favorite so far. He sprinkled in bits of many of his predecessors in both the classic and modern eras, the second doctor's humor and physicality, the third doctor's general disdain for humans and the fourth's alienness and so on. I also like the high energy mania and the convoluted plots. Not to worry though, Cap- Capaldi is terrific so you have much to look forward to.
0: Tim Thanks, Tim. Yeah. Thanks for a friend Thanks, of the show, Tim. Tim.
1: I am I am looking forward to seeing uh, Peter Capaldi's version of the Doctor. It's it's interesting because I I mean they're all playing the same character, but the, they are different. I've seen three different takes on that character with uh, Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, and Matt Smith. So I'm looking forward to Capaldi's.
0: Good, yeah, I agree. Um, Heidi, having watched like you know Blink and Oh uh, the first Christmas episode. The, uh yeah, the yeah, the Christmas conundrum or whatever it was called.
2: One with Satsumas.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm just <laughs> satsumas. What was uh, called. Yeah. W- we call them little oranges. They call them satsumas. Yeah. Thanks, England. And then uh, um with this uh did you ever think you'd want to go on with more or should we like hit you up again in another four years or so? Um
2: it, ask me later okay
0: the christmas invasion
2: oh, oh yeah. okay. That's, that sounds right
0: the christmas
1: invasion yeah yeah um yeah heidi is uh we haven't really talked about going in and watching dr who the two oh of us. yeah i wasn't
0: trying to obligate you at all or anything i was just like wondering if like you know your own personal was like oh hey you know was this like i mean as of right now again not holding you to it you can say no or there's
2: there's little things that are like oh yeah this is kind of fun like you know, and I I love David Tennant, so, you know, I'd watch his doctor, but I, do, yeah. I just don't know. It feels like a huge commitment.
1: Oh, Christ. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. I feel and like I've
1: been cursed.
2: I, I think that's the main thing that might be keeping me away.
0: No, uh, your hubby is like one of the people, like, you know, sometimes we'll discuss like podcasts and stuff. And I'll, I'll say like, hey, I discovered this podcast. It's like, you know, I have to start from the beginning.
2: Yeah. Pretty he's much. a completionist. I,
0: he is. Yeah. You... And I
2: think I think that's rubbing off on me a little bit.
0: Okay, I could see like, that. I don't yeah. think
2: because knowing that Doctor Who started in what 1963, um, I don't. I didn't know... obligate him
0: to that, thankfully.
2: No, no, no. But and, and yeah, maybe I could start with like the new Who. But like knowing that it started way back then, I would almost feel obligated to start from the beginning.
3: Yeah. yeah
1: see you. You. The decision is made for you because John. Are, am, correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't there a bunch of episodes that have been lost to time?
0: Mostly the second Doctor. Okay. Sorry? Yeah, it's either it's the first and second Doctor. Mostly the second Doctor. They didn't. The BBC back then did not believe in like wasting tape, uh, uh. like videotape. Yeah, videotape was expensive, and they would reuse it. Yeah yeah which is so, why it's like oh we're gonna like you know we're gonna edit less sort of thing so there's not a whole you know i'm in i'm guilty i've seen all of like episodes from uh, uh um john Pertwee, the third doctor forward i have not seen i've seen a couple stories of the first and second doctor but i don't really have that great an interest i'm a bad fan at me people at me <laughs> no uh to me
1: the um doctor who being rebooted in 2005 it was um i i don't feel like um there is a lot that i missed but i didn't feel obligated to go back because it feels like a separate thing yeah it feels it feels like you can watch the star trek the next generation without watching the original series
0: right
2: yeah i guess that's a good comparison yeah
0: so it's like you know
2: again i was kind
0: of curious about that so um yeah so thanks for playing along much sure. appreciation uh we'll catch you in a couple years like uh hey maybe steve will make you watch like uh buffy and angel from the beginning
1: i already did
2: we already did that
0: yeah i know i know yeah that was that was <laughs> that, that, that was your penance
2: it was a prerequisite to our marriage
0: <laughs> i figured <laughs> it I figured. was
1: not you were intrigued i know um but yeah, and uh, by the way, we—I don't know if we mentioned it earlier in the episode—but you can email who at gmail dot com, and you can go on Twitter and contact uh, at Drunkter who or at sr Um and uh, that's the best way to contact us. Heidi, did we bring that up
0: earlier? No, you did not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you know I'm just remembering you're like you know the other 114 episodes probably. Yeah. Hey, Steve, this is that part of the episode where we talk about the next episode, Steve. Oh, what is deep breath about? Knowing nothing about what's happening, Not that there's a new doctor or anything. uh Well, you know what? Strangely enough, though, you actually described this episode in a prior episode, and you did had I? no idea. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Just you know, when we after we watch the episode, you'll be like, "Oh, fuck, I did that," but you did it like several episodes ago about a completely different episode. So, Steve. What is deep breath about? Do
1: you remember the name of the episode? I was. Describing? I ain't
0: saying nothing else. No, no, no.
1: Do but you have a note? You you can bring it up next yes. time we record. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, Heidi, do you want to take a crack at this?
3: <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it's
0: about. Thank you, Heidi. Uh, right. So please so, write, subscribe, and okay. No, go ahead, Steve.
1: Okay, so um, Peter Capaldi, brand new on uh, brand new on the TARDIS. He's just like uh, regenerated, um, so he doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, Clara is there as the companion. Um, so Peter Capaldi just is like he starts to freak out because he, he's just disoriented, and he starts pulling levers and throwing switches and pushing buttons, and the TARDIS ends up I don't know uh, uh, at the bottom of the ocean. Let's say. uh uh, next to the titanic but they don't really acknowledge it it's there in the shot but they don't really talk about it um and then all of a sudden the tardis starts leaking because there's a door there and it doesn't shut very well so the water starts leaking in and um i don't know they have to get out and um as they're about to um perish because uh the doctor's panicking and then he takes a in his dying moments his life his lives flash before his eyes. And then he's like, oh shit, I'm the doctor. I can handle this. And he gets out of it. And he's like, what? Oh, I had it the whole time.
0: Exactly. So that's going to happen on the next episode. People. No, Heidi, it's not. You see what you're missing. No, it's not, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> and so thank you, Heidi. You've been, a, thank you. You've been an amazing guest. Appreciate it. <laughs> really uh, hopefully, hopefully you won't be waiting because uh, uh, the last time we saw you was in an episode three episode. And this was an episode... A season three a se-
1: episode. <laughs> Not an episode three episode.
0: Yeah, whatever. I've been drinking for a little while. I know. And so uh, maybe Heidi will show up in a Jody Whitaker episode, which is another doctor, Heidi. I know. It's a, it's a lady doctor. Hello, lady doctor.
2: I don't anyway, live under a rock.
0: <laughs> you don't. You live in a house with your yeah. husband, yes. who is currently under a rock that we call your house. Because he's in, in the, the basement. basement. All right. Anywho, uh, thanks for listening, people. I've been John. I've been Steve. And
2: and I've been Heidi.
0: Please tune in again. And Heidi, you get the last word.
2: What? <laughs>
1: will work. I mean, if we ever start. Well, we are recording, so. I know, so that's step one.
0: Step one. Step
1: one is me sending the
0: correct link. Mm -hmm. The correct link. Step two is Heidi makes sour bread. Step three, she burns it in the pan. Wait, four. That's not good no more. Hey, yeah. (laughs) Whenever you're ready. Welcome to the Drunk Who Podcast. I'm John. I'm Steve.